This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. streamline yeah we're trying to really trying get to, a f- more efficient with our trying to respond to you know requests are we but, still <laughs> no doctor's still doctor's no. still hung up on but it. we have i thought we got have upgraded business yeah we have business to tend to yeah we can't jump straight to the all right place. yeah we have exactly like exactly what's asleep your foot's asleep that's one we got to hear what Maddie Matilda <laughs> said last week. Right. You know, we got things Dang. to do. We have stuff, business we have to cover. Yeah. Old business, right. new business. Yeah. Do we have any old business to attend uh, to? I don't oh, I don't ever write notes down. That's your department, Tucker. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess Madame Matilda is old business. Well, seeing none. <laughs> Guys, I love mm. parliamentary procedure. It really is one of my favorite things. <laughs> true. She does. I really do. Yeah. I even have my own gavel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to get one of those fancy wigs that you get to powder. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. You should have one of those. A barrister wig. Jinx mm. used to do model Arab League. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's where we would all get together and pretend we were countries in the Arab League and pass legislation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was it was in high school? Least, no, in college. In college. And then she she oh, was that's... like a advisor. Yeah, and then I taught I taught a class in college about it. And took a bunch that's of kids really fascinating. to uh to do it and then they would all just end up drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that is not where I thought that was going. No. She I would thought you were going to say they all sent us to the State Department. I would buy them with copious <laughs> amounts of alcohol. Real diplomats. And they would win. It would be great. Yeah. <laughs> they were 21. It was fun. They'd, they'd take off in the van, and she'd be like, There's only one way to win Model Arab League. Drink up, kids. <laughs> Start drinking now. <laughs> <clears throat> well, right, that's that. a sound lesson. Okay. That's not what we're here to talk about, is it? That's not, not what we're here at to talk all. About. Last week. Wait, well, what are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about the catered affair. The catered affair. This is uh, February 6, 1979, season three, episode 16. Three's Company. Of Three's Company. <laughs> Which is what we talk we about never, every we week. We say Three's Company, no. and sometimes I'm, I'm worried that someone's going to like not pay attention to the opening thing and then be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, they could. But I mean, that would be like if. You have to deliberately listen to this. Yeah. You we have don't to just try. pop up. You don't just, maybe, I don't know. Does that happen on some no. formats? Do no. things pop up? Someone just shuffles. I doubt it. Says recommendations, shuffles. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. I would never do that. No, that would be nuts. Okay, anyway. Okay, the catered affair. 
Mm-hmm. And and last week, Madame Matilda predicted. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Let's see. There's a shower situation, a baby shower okay. in the kids' apartment. Damn. They have a handsome it's caterer named her. They have a, a, hand, a handsome caterer that Helen takes a liking to. Oh. And Stanley oh overhears them and believes she's going to leave him. And oh, the my. Kids come to help. Wow. Stanley went Helen back. Not a bad did you idea say, for an Did you just say the kids come to help Stanley win Helen back? Like, did you pause in the middle of the sentence? Well, I didn't write that down. I was like, I said oh, help, okay. and then I, I continued. Yeah, but okay. I feel like that's kind of the uh, the other episode. Yeah, um, it was kind of where the, Helen left. Where Helen threatened oh. to leave. Yeah, so now I'm like just the, copying. Three's Company's episodes. Yeah. <laughs> You're already oh, recycling plots. <laughs> <laughs> Note. You know better than I will open himself. <laughs> Listen, every week you got to come up with the goods. It's difficult. Yeah. Sometimes you repeat beats. <sighs> your, your predictions will get really outlandish. Yeah. Stanley goes to the oh, world. I should just do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you should go. Well, I was very wrong right. this week, but I got to say, like, I was Work. really into this episode. I really loved yeah. it. I, I thought there were great stakes. Uh, I thought the cast was fantastic. We have some really cool Pattykins this week that we'll get oh, into. Oh, man. Pattykins galore. It was super fun. Pattykins galore, yeah. Can I just preface the whole thing by saying, if this were not essentially an episode about Chrissy getting raped... Mm-hmm. This would be a great, great episode. <laughs> this I mean, is true. <laughs> All right. But those are the great, great well, stakes. Those are the stakes. Yes. Those are the stakes. I mean, I don't know what this episode would be if it wasn't right. about Chrissy, Chrissy potentially being raped. potentially being sexually assaulted. And being sexually assaulted. Let's say, let's say sexually um, assaulted. Let's say sexually yeah. assaulted. <laughs> I, I know. It I would. Think, I mean, eventually. Eventually, because at the eventually. Well, anyway, we'll get. There. But we don't we'll get, get that there. far. We'll get there. Okay. The catered affair. Catered affair. Right. Curtain opens. Right. Chrissy is at work. New setting. Never seen it before. Totally throws me off. You didn't know where we were when we first got to the episode. No, I didn't immediately see Chrissy. Exactly. When I first looked at the screen. So I was like, whoa, what is this? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there was kind of thinking out of the box. And remember, (laughs) that's what Dave Powers Powers brings to the table. (laughs) Remember, Chrissy started out as a typist. Yeah. And And now she's an assistant. To the, the vice, vice. A vice president. Oh, a vice, a vice president. president. There's more vice There's presidents. There's more than one, yeah. What is this company? Do, do we know? We don't know. We don't know what mm-hmm. they do? We don't know what they do. All That's we know a good question, is yeah. I know they have loots hanging on their on their hall wall. Hmm. You clocked loots? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, there were two, two 
two lutes or huh. something, like musical instrument looking things. Nothing. It was just very, very 70s. Yeah. That office was tray chic. Let me tell you, mm. I loved every yeah. bit of that it office. Was. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Chrissy's area was great, but, but her boss's office oh. with that huge couch and the velvet armchair yeah. behind the right. desk. J.C. Right. Braddock. J.C. Braddock. Who everybody re- uh, remembers from Chrissy's new boss. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, this is so, this actress's second yeah. appearance. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you want to go back to that episode to learn about this particular Pattykins, you can. Uh, but I will yeah. just remind the audience yeah. that unfortunately she only had two more appearances on television before she passed away at the age of 50, uh, very soon after she did uh, this Three's Company episode. That's right. Oh, that's terrible news. Yeah, so terrible news. Sad. Terrible news. Yeah. It's kinda... Well. Which, uh, we have but, lots but, more Paddington's news coming up. So we do. Hopefully yeah. we'll have some, some happier endings yeah. <laughs> than that. Um, Probably not, but okay. So Chrissy's typing uh, at her desk, uh-huh. and she gets a call from Jack. Yes. Who uh, And she's like, that's okay. I'll just keep typing while we call, while we talk. And so she's typing, and then she's like, oh, sure, no problem. And... Uh, Starts listing off the groceries that he obviously wants her to tomato. pick up. Tomato. And she obviously starts typing her list. Right. On, on whatever the legal form. It's like some, it's definitely a legal form because mm. on TV they always put blue paper on the back of legal forms. Is it a lawyer's <laughs> office? No, it's some company. Is that because yeah. it's like a zero? It's, it's, a, it's a, a, that copy paper? Mm mm. No, it's like a because some lawyers do it for real. Like they put a, it's a piece of blue paper that just attaches to the back of whatever. But nobody does right, paper right. stuff anymore, anyway. Fascinating. Anyway, okay. they always anyway. do it on TV, so you know it's a legal document. Anyway, oh, they do okay. the little grocery list gag. Did you write down and groovy grocery list gag? No, no grocery typing list. grocery list okay. gag, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then J.C. Braddock comes out of her office and mm-hmm. is like, Chris, Chrissy, I need to talk to you. Crispy. <laughs> Crispy Chrissy, as I call you. Crispy. Get in here. Get in so here. this must obviously have been from the DVDs that you guys are watching us. Oh, that wasn't on Pluto. Oh, I knew They cut this out the conversation. Out. Yep, they cut out the conversation with Jack. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. All right. So... But then, but then I they guess. pick it up when she goes into her office. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, she yeah. goes into her. She office. goes into her office and her uh, great, great office. Wood paneling never looked so good. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so it's true. a sight to behold. Very seventies. And then, um, and she's. I don't. I don't. I think she's just telling her she's doing a great job. I think is all that is. And then yeah. Mr. Penrose comes in. Yeah, yes. she's just talking about how she's new, kind of, right? And she's doing an excellent yeah, job. Yeah, she's been there for a couple months doing this. Yeah. And uh, so then the president. The president of the company. president of the company, Mr. Penrose, enters. Yes. Take Mr. it away, Mario. Played by actor Macon McCowman. Macon McCalman, born Macon in 19- McCalman? 
That's his name. Born December 30th, 1932 in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, he was an actor known primarily for his role in Smokey and the Bandit in 1977. And he was also in Ooh. Fried Green Tomatoes in 1991 and has a small part in Deliverance, 1972. Wow. He died in Memphis, Tennessee, where he was born uh, in 2005 at the age of 72. Uh, now, this guy oh, got okay. his start way, way, way back in 1972. Uh, I guess it's not that far back. And then gets like on a bunch of TV series uh, oh. early on. Uh, in 1976, he gets on to Jefferson's. Uh, and then he's in an episode of Days of Our Lives. He's in the uh, TV miniseries Roots, Barnaby Jones, The Bob Newhart Show, uh, Maud. Uh, he then gets on to the Waltons as a kind of a cop character from 1979 to 1980. Let's see. Where is... Oh, Lou Grant from 81 to 82. Oh, I guess I must have passed through his company at some point. When you and list then, off people's resumes like this, I hear it like it's one of those 70s um, album commercials where the theme <laughs> song just plays yeah. under while you're talking. <laughs> he was on Cheers. Different strokes. Yeah. Now he's going to come back into the Three's Company universe in two more episodes, but he's going to be playing a completely different character named Roland Wood. So that's going to oh. be happening in 81 and 83. We're right now in 1979. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but he, was, he goes on to be in St. Elsewhere. He's in an episode of Knight Rider, Family Ties, Dallas. Oh my gosh, he's in two episodes of Dallas in 1987. Oh. <laughs> Guys, we're going oh. to see him again in our upcoming podcasts after this one. In our Designing Dallas Women, podcast. L.A. Law, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Lois and Clark, The Wonder Years. So, yeah, he had a really extensive, just 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 a walk-on kind of guy, and but doesn't really ever land a recurring character role as as a major cast member on any television show. And what's so funny to me is that all these Paddockins that we see have these long careers in television, but they just never get. On casts, on permanent casts. Yeah. It's really wild to me. Yeah. They just become those guys. Those yeah. guys. Those, that guy. So that's Mr. Penrose. Okay, so he's All the right. president of the company, whatever the company is. Right. And he comes into uh, Braddock's office and to tell her, the vice, a vice president mm-hmm. of the company, mm-hmm. that he needs her to, to plan, plan a... Executive cocktail party. Right. How sexist is that? <laughs> You're a woman, and this is one yeah, of those woman things. On yes. top of all of your other work, you're also going to do this very womanly thing. You're going to plan a cocktail party. Yeah. So terrible. So terrible. By the way, this to me, what's remarkable about this whole scene that's about to play out is that he is just so all over Chrissy from the jump and yeah. Chrissy's boss. Oh my boss, God, his eyes might have well just, oh, guys. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was like, insane. His jaw drops and his tongue rolls out. Yeah, he was and like a cartoon. doesn't say a thing. J- no. JD, JC Braddock doesn't say a word. Right. No, not to him. No. No. 
uh, which is a little incongruous with later, right? A like, little. It seems like but... she would kind of already be picking up on what's going on. Exactly. I think a little, yeah. but she's probably she's she's got to preserve her position too. Who's going to cl- plan the cocktail parties? That's right. <laughs> she hasn't I mean, seen any uh, physical uh, contact. Yeah, he hasn't like once assaulted her. I wonder. Sure. I mean, see, this is where it doesn't. You can't stop and, and smell the flowers in Three's Company universe because <laughs> you're going to no, find out they're made of they're made of plastic. Um, yeah. So in this case, yeah, I just thought it was like egregiously awful that she wasn't saying anything because he was being so overtly inappropriate. But is this just the way guys Uh, were at this time? I mean, it it doesn't, I mean, in as much as anybody in this show is the way anybody was, everything's so high blown up. Yeah. Yeah, This is kind of the, you know, I mean, I mean, so, think about so Benny yes. Hill, right? I even wrote that down at one point. I'll get well, to because, that. But, yeah. So it's like, he, oh, he's Benny like, Hilling her around the desk. There was a little, yeah. like, like, skirt chasing. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that was kind of, you know, real things. Become, yeah, I think it probably was kind of real. Uh, kind of tropes. And yeah. I did like Chrissy's outfit, I have to say. I think she looked really, really cute. She was wearing first this kind of um, maroonish mauve pink. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And she was wearing her (laughs) riding boots with it. Oh, my gosh. They are really – I hope they spent a lot of money on those boots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because they're really delivering for this this wardrobe department. Yeah. and Penrose comes into Braddock's office and kind of harasses Chrissy. And then Chrissy leaves to her desk and Penrose finishes telling her what she has to do. And then as he's leaving, he goes out and then he harasses her some more. Yep. Well, he, he goes out and harasses her some more right after she connects her boss with the catering company. Well, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, he the catering company. She connects him on the phone, and then she hangs up, and then he comes out and harasses oh, her. Oh, oh, right. oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Harasses her. I said, <laughs> yeah, doing Hong Kong motions with my hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think they can see your Hong Kong motions. No, but that's no. yeah. Um, Those Hong Kong motions are uh, what got <laughs> Senator Al Franken. Tossed out of his job. Uh, That's those right. Very, True. Those, those very ones. <laughs> yeah. Those very Hong Kongs. Good thing there's no pictures of this. Uh, uh, there is. It's <laughs> oh, God. Someone's got I'm it only somewhere. honking myself. Um, there you I'm go. I'm only honking myself. So then after he's done uh, harassing <clears throat> her, he leaves and then JC Braddock comes out and gets Chrissy again yeah. and says, and I love how she comes out every time she has something to say to Chrissy, she comes out and she's like, Chrissy, could you step into my office, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. Never... I love it. <laughs> I love it too. And it yeah. makes me wish that my boss had a really nice office so that he could invite me in like that. But right. instead, it's a big mess. So it, you can't even go in. Yeah. Oh, I wonder so if that happens anymore. I mean, is that a thing still? I mean, you just don't see it anymore, you know? Yeah, I oh, I want it to be. I'm going to tell him to start calling me in there, no matter what. <laughs> I'm going to be like, listen, when you have something to say to me, yeah. you tell me, 
Can you stop? No in my more. Office from hey, me? Jinx, over the office. desk, Mm-mm. or uh, direct message, or whatever you no, do. No, I want you none to of that. Call me on the phone extension, or step <laughs> out and ask me into your that's office. That's right. Yeah, buzz me on oh, the phone. Great. Get yes. one of those phones. We have one of those. You have phones. one of those? Uh-huh. Oh, good. <laughs> Jinx. Yes. yes. Come into my <laughs> office, please. That's Jinx, would you come into my office, please? That's great. Oh. That's great. My old boss used to use that thing and yell, Jenkins! Uh, come <laughs> That's on! Great. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Braddock tells Chrissy the caterer fell through. Mm-hmm. She's going to need to find a new caterer. And Chrissy's like, oh, I know someone. She says, why don't we get Pierre of, is it Beverly Hills? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, Pierre of Beverly Hills. And she's like, what about Jack of Santa Monica? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, J.C. Braddock informs her that, she, that he would make $500. She's like, well, you think he'll do it for $500? Mm-hmm. She's even like that. Right. Because she's like, is it good? Yeah. She's like, she's like, I eat it every day. Yeah. She eats this cooking every day. Yeah, and she, and and Braddock doesn't really press her on why, how, what's the situation. Yeah. She just says, "Why are you oh, eating caterers' food every day?" Oh, right. Yeah. Also, like, is it okay to hook up your completely non-professional amateur friend right. with this kind of a gig? And they didn't really cover it. Not in I food service. I guess not. And I guess also, not. like, if um, it was painting her office, sure. But food service? I don't think so. And J.C. Braddock's had Chrissy as an assistant for a couple months now. Yeah, she's still... Don't you think she would have learned by now to ask follow-up questions? Okay. In in real-world time, we haven't seen J.C. Braddock since last season, correct? That wasn't this season that she was on. I think she was no, on... I think, no, I think it was, it was this season. I think it was just... Was it this season? Yeah. But she Let's tells Penrose Chrissy's only been working for her for a couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, it's been it more months. than a couple. She says weeks. I remember that specifically oh, okay. because I was really put oh. off by it. I was like, Chris has been there longer than that, and she's been a typist. Where do they have episode, the type? Where do they keep the typists? Yeah, she was doing that before. This episode aired in February of '79, uh-huh. and Chrissy's new boss is from November 14th of '78. So, oh, okay. So, so yeah. it was this season. It was this. And what season, was that? Was, that was the name was of the episode. Christine Boss. Episodes ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Check. It was well, she nine. only said, "Yeah." So it's been months since that. Ostensibly, Christy's been working there, but she said weeks, and that. I don't know. It just, I mean, technically, me. I was like, it has been weeks as well. All right. All right. right. True. True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally remember her uh, saying something like a couple uh, of weeks. And I was like, right. don't do Chrissy like that. She's been working for you for a long time. And she's good. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's time the flies. thing too. Like Chrissy miraculously seems to know what she's doing. Like yes. there's that moment mm-hmm. when it's coming up here, I think, is it or maybe it already happened, but the moment where she where she's talking about how she got that guy to pay. That's his how it starts. She That's brings her in at the very beginning. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And says, how did you get so-and-so to pay that bill? 
Yeah, and she and she honey. used a little honey, and she means, haha. He brought his girlfriend to the last meeting. That's the little honey, mm-hmm. you know. But the, like, she actually seemed she to know what she was doing. Yeah, she knew. She knew how to threaten. Yeah. just right. That's that's, that's the thing about Chrissy's character is that she's a complete dullard until she's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So $500. Now we go to the apartment. Mm -hmm. Jack is getting a a back rub from from Janet Janet. on the couch. Yeah. And going lower, lower. Right. How he does. He keeps telling her to go south, and she says, okay. And then she finally is like, but I'm not going to cross the border. Boom. She's not going to massage his butt. That's what she's saying. You can Crazy. forget it, Jack. No, no butt, butt massages for you. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> uh, then fine. The Chrissy comes screaming in. And Jack! Blah, 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 blah. And she's jumping up and down in her riding boots. And she's dancing. Uh, so excited. Mm-hmm. And she babbles all this weird, crazy stuff. And then Janet interprets for Jack and tells him what's happening, that she got him this, uh, this catering job for 16 people. Tomorrow executive, night, executive suite. $500. $500. It, it did remind me a little bit of like new parents when like they're the only ones who can understand like the gibberish coming out of their children's mouths. Yeah. I always find that so fascinating. I'm like, how? What? That's what you made out of that? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, interesting working in a preschool where okay, you've got several. They're all different languages. Yeah, but you. Like, <laughs> I know what that's they're so saying cute. somehow. Yeah, that's great. Their little accents. Um, so. Uh, everybody's very excited about this, and Jack is like immediately like, "We gotta put the menu together. This is gonna be great." Mm-hmm. And he like six kinds of quiche. The problem is he's got to pay for the food, right. And the alcohol up front. Well, so he doesn't he, think of the right. alcohol yet. The alcohol but first, they're like, "But it's got to the food budget." Yeah, but it's more than that because you need serving dishes, you need plates, napkins, you need he's glasses. He's gonna rent all that along with the uniforms. Right. Is that what he said? No, but that's what he does. <laughs> okay, thank you. That is not what he said. <laughs> I was doing all this in my mind. I'm like, you know, to get a catering business like going like and up, like there's so much that goes into it because these costs you ostensibly yeah. pay, pay once and then you reuse this stuff over and over. He's got nothing. Yeah. So I was like, is this really an opportunity that Chris is presenting to Jack or just like a right. really like enormous tour. And when he starts yeah. going through the expenses, the other thing that was crazy to me is that he's making really expensive food. And I'm like, Jack, you don't have money for all that. Plus, you've got to clear a profit here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so, so they crazy. Up, they're going to have to use their rent money. Yeah, they had $200 to front. for rent. To front yes. for, the, for the food. And that's what gets them started first. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And so and starts- that menu is not – It's not, I don't care if it is 1979 prices. The menu he lists off, he's not getting no for $200. Way. So, no way. No way. Quiche is like that, that expensive. Six kinds of quiche? That 
That alone is going to be like $100. In 1978? Maybe. Yeah, how much are eggs in 1978? Not a mm. lot, but you got like a lot of other stuff cent. to go in there. Then you got to get all the stuff for the pastry. <laughs> They're half a cent a dozen. Which is not expensive, but you're buying all of this stuff again for the first time because you don't have a catering business. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to go through his menu and you're going to have to do some conversions. Oh, it's insane. What else is he making? I I don't remember. remember. Oh, you didn't write down? I couldn't. I can't keep up. Okay. It comes so fast and furious. It does. I want to make every list, but I I also want to watch the show. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I just, like, my notes this time really suck. But I'm enjoying the show. Yeah. Anyway, ding dong. Oh, my God. The Ropers are here. Intimate landlord situation alert. (laughs) Intimate (laughs) landlord situation. I said, can you imagine if our landlord just came over and was like, hey, can I watch your TV? Mine's out. What on earth? It's an emergency. What was the emergency? What did he have to watch? The The Gong Gong Show. Show. Hell, yeah. I get it. Listen, I get it. I, was that an ABC show? I mean, I guess they have they can promote if they want. Probably. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, Francis it was, was also obsessed like, with the Gong Show when she was little. Oh, oh just really? the reboot? The reboot? The reboot they, they, they did a few years ago. I remember. I remember. Mike Myers yeah. playing that character as the host. She was obsessed. We and, had to watch uh, it. Was that? It was so time. crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know. That first episode, though. That oh I saw my was god! The best thing ever. It was the best television because I've ever seen. There was a, an act on there called "Married with Bananas." What? And oh my Mar- god! Everybody, Google it. The Gong Show, "Married with Bananas." Yes, and just, it's just Google it. Just yeah, just watch it. I'm like, you know, I was like, that's that's entertainment. That's an act. That is an act. You put that. <laughs> I mean, they. <laughs> I love anyone who does an act to start with. You think they're done. But then they are. And then they're not done. They're not done. They push it. It gets better. And the showmanship. Oh. Just. Just incredible. (laughs) (laughs) The Gong Show. The Gong Show. Married with Bananas. Watch it immediately. I will check it out. I'm not going to make you say what they did because I feel like this is something that you can only see to appreciate. I feel like. If yeah, we try to describe it, it's it would, people it's would be like, stupid. I'm not watching that. But if you watch it, you'll understand <laughs> why it's so amazing. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I actually got uh, I got an audition offer for that show. And I, wow. I turned it down. What? Because I'm, because I'm old enough to remember what that, that show uh-huh. was. That's what Barry, I think. What was his name? Barris? Chuck Barris? Chuck Barris. Chuck Barris, Chuck yeah. Barris yes. Yeah. Which yeah. they made that whole crazy movie about him. No, thank you. I know. Yeah. Well, now, and I think that's the joke is that Stanley can't miss the Gong Show, and the Gong Show never had a good reputation. No. It was always no. like the lowbrow. Like it was like you, you wanted to watch. You wanted to watch Jerry Springer, basically. Right. I think is the that's joke. true. That's true. But I'll tell anyway. you what. I'll tell you what. The Gong Show for me, I think is is the best entertainment around. Oh, I love it. I love the Gong Show. I can't believe you turned it down. I would have come up with an with oh, some act. No, Absolutely. I'm not just doing something no. stupid to do. I would have done it. In yeah, because no, you never yeah. know when they're going to dump a bucket of oatmeal on your head. I don't need that. Fuck okay, yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Unbelievable. Uh, okay. Anyway, okay. 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 Now I'm doing uh, honk hands. <laughs> Ropers <laughs> have come because their TV set isn't working and they want to watch theirs because the gong show's on. And uh, Jack's like, you know, whatever. I have a lot of cooking to do. Uh, to which Stanley says, a woman's work is never done. Uh-huh. The doom, boom, dum. More of that. Dumb. As um, if we remember that Jack's supposed to be gay, but fine. Right. Right. Just to remind everyone. <laughs> yeah. And so then they're, uh, you know. I love how Stanley's that. just over there hunched over the TV, just like watching the television. And then Mrs. Roper and Janet and Chrissy and Jack are all having a full on conversation just on the other end of the couch. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just right there. Do you remember any of that conversation? Because I have no notes for it. Yeah, they were telling Mrs. Roper about how Just Jack got this. Yeah, how Jack got that's how it comes up that they're like an alcohol. Right. Have to, Jack comes uh, back right. Out. Did he also think of it? And he comes back out of the kitchen and it's like remember. the booze. That's kind of how I have it. So uh, then they're like, he's like, where can we get another $100? And that's when. For the alcohol. And, yeah. and Powers pulls away into that wide shot. Watch Stanley in the foreground standing by the TV and he gets that look on his face. <gasps> oh, it's like that time when That's Alicia right. and I were like, where are we going to find giant pants? And then we slowly turned and looked at your dad. <laughs> There's some. Okay. Uh, so Roper's like, absolutely not. You know, I have a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm not going to give you a hundred dollars. Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't know how he convinces him, except Helen probably is like, yeah, he, we're doing it. He he says that he'll give it right back, and that he'll let him bartend for twenty five dollars. And he's like, oh, oh. pays twenty five dollars. What time do I be there? What time should I be there? Yeah. Like, oh god. Then he was all in. Helen volunteers yeah. her time. And Janet says she will help out, just rent her a uniform. That's exactly. how we know that they're renting uniforms. Yes. Yeah. That's how we figure That's that. the first yeah. time I've heard, yeah, the discussion of rental of uniforms. But yeah. but already uh, we're in 200, 325 plus uniforms. Plus uniforms, which is going to be the rest of that I mean, 75, and, let's say. And surfwear and dinnerware. Right. So he's not making much money after all the said and done. He's going to make a hundred bucks. Maybe. 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 Um, Plus his time. He's going to spend the whole day cooking and then the whole mm -hmm. evening serving. Yeah. Right. I mean, back then, I mean, still coming away one day with a hundred bucks is probably pretty good. It's probably pretty good. Especially if you're trying to get your name out there and get other jobs. Plus you do have that, you know, the cookbook. You got to hustle. You can do it again. And you can make more yeah. money next time. I guess. I guess it's a decent investment. I guess. Jack that's Tesla. what you want to do. Okay, so now it's party time. We're going to the party already. Mm-hmm. It's just starting right yeah. up. See, this is where I wish yep. we knew what was on the menu because the way it was laid out on the table was hysterical. I just figured it was a bunch of quiches. It was. No. Yes, it was like twenty quiches on that table. But yeah, that. But then there was that big tray of what looked like shellfish. Oh, yeah. And yeah, what was stuff. on those trays? Uh, I don't know. Do you remember they talked about one of they, them? They were the shrimp-stuffed mushrooms. Shrimp and and Janet was like, how do you get the shrimp to go in the mushroom? What? Yeah. Janet, <laughs> you shove it in there. What are you doing? She how got do you the Chrissy line. Yeah. yeah. 
she got a Chrissy line because Chrissy's busy doing another thing, so she's like substitute Chrissy. Terrible. Okay, okay. So JC's standing there with Chrissy, being like, "Oh, this is great, great job." And then Jack comes out, and she introduces them, and she recognizes Jack. Yeah, from, from was, the Regal Beagle when he was mm-hmm. jumping food on on the guy that he thought was J.C. Braddock. Right. But who was really but Uncle... Who was really Uncle... Uncle like Angelo? Uncle... Stefan? Uncle something? Or something like that. Remember that? Uncle Pietro? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Pierre or something? Yeah, maybe. Um, Gerardo? Anyway. <laughs> uh... So then, but they, 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 you know, assure her that his pouring food on people. His those days are over. Yeah. (laughs) Those days are over. And then we see, uh, the Roper's, uh, bartending. He's wearing his little vest and he's, Mm -hmm. you know, cleaning a glass and he's got a glass out with a dollar stuck in it for tips. That's his dollar. And Janet and Mrs. Roper are wearing cute little cocktail server outfits. And Mm -hmm. Mrs. Roper has hers tucked in her panties at the beginning. (laughs) Janet has to go for it. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's right. I didn't notice that. That's hysterical. Oh, yeah. And um, an, an, an older lady comes over to the bar and orders a Brandy Alexander. Mm hmm. Um, right, which is brandy, brandy with no, it was brandy with cream. We don't. She that's as far as she got. Is that all? Yeah, that I don't know, but that sounds awful. I don't want that. Okay. I don't want like flaming brandy. With I mean, that's why I imagine flaming. brandy. Yeah, make it flame. No, but it has enough alcohol content that you can. Oh, so that sounds pretty strong to me. And then mixing it with cream, that just seems <sighs> like it would curdle. Ugh. Wouldn't it? Right? I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's what you do. Maybe you chew a Brandy Alexander. Ugh. It's Gross. like a cement mixer. Gross. <laughs> um, oh, and, and then we, we meet uh, Mrs. Penrose. Mrs. Penrose. Oh, do we have any information on the Brandy Alexander lady? That's her only part. She just comes in, orders oh. that. Roper's like, no, you you should have you bourbon. It's fresh. Have yeah, have bourbon. <laughs> she, you know, IMDb doesn't actually list her as her own character. Uh, it just gave the listing to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Penrose and then J.D. Braddock. Oh, man. Maybe I'm wrong about that, that but uh, Let's see. Does he yeah. say it's fresh or it's French? Yeah, she's not listed in the cast there. Um, uh-uh. I oh, did French. he say it's French? I thought so. Oh, maybe. I don't know. He says it's French, yes. Okay. Um, so then uh, Mrs. Penrose is there with uh, with Mr. Penrose and is J.C. Braddock. Are they having a little, little conference there in the middle of the party? Um, would you like to tell us about Mrs. Penrose? Oh my gosh, would I? Yeah, now uh, Mrs. Penrose is played by just sort of a titan of the small screen. Uh, Her name is B.B. Osterwald, born in 1920 in New Brunswick, New Jersey. 
she was actually known for a really stellar little all of her stellar uh, walk-on roles throughout her entire career in, in television. But then she did one in As Good As It Gets in 1997. She played this crazy uh, neighbor of, of Jack Nicholson's. Oh, I and, remember uh, her. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, But she actually gets her start uh, way back in 1948 uh, on a TV series. And then just doesn't stop working is always 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 on something uh she gets a regular um kind of walk-on part she plays like eight different characters on this show called armstrong circle theater oh that's why because it's a theater thing okay uh then she's on route 66 (laughs) uh she's on uh all in the family uh, Streets of San Francisco, Charlie's Angels, Love Boat, Three's Company, Barnaby Jones, uh, ABC Weekend uh, special, uh, weekday specials, those after school specials, General Hospital, St. Elsewhere, Simon and Simon. Um, and she has a lot of voice work too. For instance, she is known as Granny Ginger Snap, the voice of Granny Ginger Snap on The Rugrats, and plays oh. a couple of other characters oh. named Mary and another one named Florence. Uh, yeah, she's, she's done some, um, some cartoon work as well, but a really long career from 1948 to 19 to 2001, wow, uh, she just BB Arthur world was, lost. uh, yeah, she ruled the small screen. So a really cool Amazing. lady. And I've definitely seen her all over the place and, yeah. and she's a scene stealer. I mean, she's a real walk on scene stealer. This is the kind of person you want on your deep bench to come in and really, amp up the funny and i think she did a great great job in this episode of three's company oh yeah she's great yeah hilarious she's great because she's um i love anyone who can play play an unflattering part just in general Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like it was just not a very yeah. flattering character, right? <laughs> it's not, and, but and she's she's likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. She's Eloise Penrose. Eloise Penrose, as played by BB blah blah blah. BB mm, blah blah blah. Okay. BB Osterwald. Osterwald. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, BB. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, she goes over. She's very impressed with everything. I simply must know who made all these hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. So, she, <laughs> they there he is right there. And so, she goes over and talks to Jack. And um, she hasn't had caviar in three whole days. Three days. And he doesn't caviar have caviar. Of all things. Blech. Yeah. Gross. Have you guys had caviar? I've had it, yeah. but I don't know if I've had good caviar. Right. Yeah. I but don't also, either. I'm I think like, it I don't think weird. I would like it no matter what. Yeah, I don't think I would enjoy it, good or bad. Yeah, I don't get it. I guess you have to be from Fresno to really get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Fresno delicacy. Uh, um, she's gone three whole days. Three days without caviar. And... Uh, <laughs> so Jack's like, yeah, oh, no, sorry about that. And um, but she loves the food, right? That's She's not a big to say. fan. Big she fan. she loves everything Jack has done there. Um, and then we go over to the bar, and Roper has to step away from the bar for a minute, and he asks Chrissy to watch his dollar. Mm-hmm. 
So she just stands there staring at the dollar, of course, until Mr. Penrose comes over. Yeah. And really right. starts going after Chrissy pretty aggressively. It's not even um, – he gets her, like, pinned up against a bookshelf. Yeah. And he – In the middle of the party. In yeah. the middle of the party. It's the wall behind the bar. It's not even, like – Hidden off anywhere. No, it's just like right there in the room. And what's and Eloise he, so, is there. Yeah. And what's he there, doing? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's that? Pinches her. That's what he's people did. Is that a thing that people used yes. to do? No. I, mean, I, I, yes. I don't think it's a thing people I did. Remember. I think it's a wink wink. TV. TV appropriate. Like a TV theater yes. play. Movie thing. Yes, I think because I have never. Maybe. Yeah, I've never I've seen never. anyone playfully, like in a sexual way, pinch someone's butt. No, like, I that's, think that's so I don't know. I feel like I have. No, it's a, a TV like movie shorthand for. It could be just this guy shoving his hand on this girl's pants. Oh. I think that's what it is. Like like cop and a feel. Yeah. It's a nice way of it's a nice TV appropriate way of cop and a feel. Uh-huh. That makes a lot of sense. And that I makes think a lot we of just sense. think it's an actual thing because we were raised on on it. We were raised on <laughs> it. Right, because then the reaction to that hand behind the person ostensibly is ooh, and then you can assume they did a pin. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Good good sleuthing. Good scooby doing there, yeah. Jinx. That's just that's just what I sur- surmise. So Jax, Jack sees what's going on. Janet. Janet calls attention to it. Janet sees what's going on. She okay. sees the whole yeah. thing. Right. right. And then Jack goes over there. Yeah. With his chocolate She tells mousse. Jack. Yeah, she, tells, she Jack. tells Jack. Jack goes yep. over with his chocolate mousse in his hand. Mm-hmm. And, and it gets between Chrissy and Penrose. You have to try my moose. Yeah. <laughs> and then, completely inadvertently, because uh, Chrissy motions and they kind of get tangled. I don't know how it happens, but yeah. the moose ends up all over Mr. Penrose, of course. Yeah. And, and it looked so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really did. It looked delicious for a prop move. I was. I kind of wanted to try the quiches. I mean, they look really, really interesting. Yeah. I just wanted to be at this amazing party. I know. God. It's all the with yeah, all like what was seventies seventies cocktail food. party with yeah. French yeah exactly 70s French food mm-hmm. especially. Ugh. Why does less sexual Jack assault French cuisine? It's so funny to me. It's so funny because that you it's know like, that was the thing, that, right? That was the height of of professional cooking. Yeah. French French French, French food. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess it's fine. And that's that's where we go to commercial. Oh. With the moose all over the moose Mr. Penrose's chest. Any commercial uh The Moose all over Penrose. Commercial uh talk you guys have? Any any anything else? Any other uh unrelated sharing we'd like to do? <laughs> 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 I felt like we kind of took up our commercial time when we talked about what did we talk about earlier? Something off topic. Well, uh, I don't know. That's how it's probably happened quite a few times. <laughs> I would imagine there was like a hundred things. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, 
I'll tell you, I'll tell you that, um, one, I don't, I don't really get why the chocolate mousse didn't get smashed in Penrose's face Mm -hmm. because that's good question. Totally classic. And I don't understand why they didn't do that. Yeah. So I just wanted to. He get that. did let it slide down his entire like he yes, was holding he did, it, which the, is the, the problem. That was a really good move. The chocolate mousse, yeah, yeah, exactly. He did a really good job with that, but he did need to get a little bit more on his face. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really smart. It was yeah. a big mousse, like it was a probably a ten inch round. Yeah. Do you remember earlier in the episode when? Jack used <laughs> himself. A yeah. Yeah. Term, a ten inch round. Ten inch yeah, round. like a cake. Yeah, like a, cake little, round. a ten inch round uh-huh. or a nine inch, eight inch round. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're making it up. Two and I'm I'm, I'm buying this. Yeah. Yeah. Hook, yeah. line, and sinker. Yeah. Two nine inch rounds. Two nine inch rounds. That's what Tucker always makes. Yeah. Um <laughs> earlier, I think it's when Mrs. That's Penrose great. is talking to Jack. When he excuses himself, it's because he has to go beat his moose. Yeah. He's like, I've got to go. Sorry. I've got to go beat my moose. <laughs> Fine. Sure. Crowd right. loved it. Got to laugh. Got to laugh. All right. Back from commercial. Okay. Penrose standing there. We're back from commercial we already? We just Well, we, we were just talking about the, the episode during the commercial break. So I, I figured why not just keep talking about break. the episode. Well, do you have? We'll ask? have it next time. <laughs> no one had anything to share except the episode. Okay. Fine. Do you have something? No. We have been singing the McDLT song all week. Oh my god! I don't know why. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we talked oh about god, it last no. week. But. I can't believe you brought that up because I thought of it today because I realized we didn't thaw out any Beyond Burgers. Any Beyond Burgers for dinner. In, in my head, as soon as I thought of it, I was like, the best bacon and tomato hamburger, or lettuce and tomato hamburger out there. The new DLT. Okay. You know what's great about those Impossible Burgers is that they're already, like, seasoned, and they're so delicious. hmm Oh. And, and then I heard they're not that great for the planet. They're delicious for me, I'll tell you that. Probably well, not. I I have a hard time with them because they smell, look, and feel like canned cat food when you're when you're preparing them. <laughs> when you're preparing them, yes. Come on. No, when you're preparing well, them, yeah. it's very much like a slice of a can of cat food yeah, that you're just is. frying. But then yeah. when you eat them, it's science. It's the great. future. They're yeah. delicious. They're great. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a commercial. I'll tell you. That. There, oh, yeah, there, there you go. This there week's <laughs> I had those for the very first time when you were at our house on the 4th of July, like (gasps) years and years ago. And we grilled them right on that barbecue. uh, Yeah, put them on the grill. Yeah. Yeah, they had that great smoky flavor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those were so delicious. Those were good. We should put them on the grill more often. All right. Okay, that's a great commercial break. Now that was a commercial break. Let's go back. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Everybody's satisfied. Okay, Penrose is furious. His moose all over his suit. He demands that he demands that that, uh, Chrissy get fired. Yeah, and that Jack Jack not even get paid. And Jack should be. They should both be out of his sight. Out of his sight. Well, after he what cleans up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and JC Braddock is like, oh my God, Jack, I thought you were 
I thought you stopped doing that. I thought you said he stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah. said that was that was really that was really fun. That was a good one. Yeah, and um, and Janet, completely uncharacteristically of this show, swoops in. Yeah, to J.C. Braddock and says, "I saw everything that happened. Here's what happened." And J.C. Braddock is like. Oh my okay. God, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's she doesn't go even to my misunderstand office. or anything. No, she's like, okay. well, after dropping the ball earlier, you would think that she yeah. Yeah. would figure it out. Yeah. So glad right. to be, uh, glad she's on board now. But I thought because of the Jack thing and her being like, I thought you weren't doing this anymore. I was like, oh God, now she's going to misunderstand. Yeah, she's she's going to go along with the firing. It's going right. to be a whole thing. But no. She's on board with the no, kids. No, she's like, let's figure this out. Let's go to my office. We'll plot something. Yeah, yeah. she was. She's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose you, yeah, Chrissy. Not the best not assistant now. I've ever had. I've never had an assistant plan cocktail parties better. I love you. <laughs> and then they run off together. Oh my god! So, uh, so this girl that I work with today, her husband sent her an email that said, "Could you print this out for me? I love you." And she forwarded it to me to print out for her. But when I opened it, that's what popped up <laughs> first. And I thought she wrote it to me. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, that's great. <laughs> love it. Sure. I love it too. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. See, now this is a great Three's Company episode because now you think your female coworker is in love with you. Um, Hi, Jinx and mm-hmm. Sue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi that's, Jinx. That's, that's the name, the name of, of my, show, my yeah. autobiography. Hi Jinx. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh exactly. <laughs> um, and you always do weed at lunch or some crazy thing. That's great. <laughs> um, and so they leave to go to uh, her office to plot what they're going to do. And uh, Mrs. Penrose comes over to the bar where Roper's uh, there, and she wants a white wine. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what he says, but I think he insults her. She says, <laughs> she says she wants a white wine. He starts to pour it, and she says, what year is it? Oh, yeah. And he says, lady, if you don't know what year it is, you don't need another drink. Oh. Yeah. And so he doesn't <laughs> give her one. Because she yeah. gets all like, well, well, well. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. That's such a classic, and she just throws her. She's so, she's so flustered. flustered. She can't stay around. I yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I like full fifties oh, acting God. right there. It was so great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then, in JC's office, um, the kids and her are deciding uh, how to how to get Penrose for what he's doing because she's. She's like, this guy's all about sex. She says that. She yeah. says that. Yeah. Um, and they decide, this is the brilliant plan they come oh up with. God, of course. Is that they will basically let Penrose get him alone with Chrissy yeah, in the not office. Just, not just let him have access him, to Chrissy, but get him yeah. alone with Chrissy. In an enticing situation where it's almost implied yeah, in the setup to him that, hey, 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 why don't you just go get her? And uh, they're going to put her in that situation. And Janet's going to wait outside the door. 
which I don't know what that is. I don't does, either. I don't either. Her. What does that do? It doesn't help her unless she hears her scream. No, because right? when the That's when the plan it. goes down and it takes longer, Janet doesn't go in. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, right. I think Janet's and just then, there to like cue cue the next part. I guess, but how? She doesn't know anything. I don't know. So then, and Jack's going to bring Mrs. Penrose to the room so that they can expose him for the lech that he is. So then, yes, this yeah. all goes down just that way, except for mm-hmm. she decides she wants to have vodka with her. Mrs. Penrose wants to have Well, you have to have vodka, vodka oh, with your caviar. Right. So, yeah, so they plot this, and then we, we go out to the party, her. and there's two guys toasting. One of them's named Ernie. It's a shame we don't have all of these Paddockins. We we don't have this in Pluto, by the way. This little part. Oh, nope. really? There's oh, and yeah. they're toasting, and so at this point, words gotten around like that to Jan to to Helen and then to Roper that they're not getting the money. Oh, Jack's not getting right. paid. That did happen, and so Roper's. <laughs> so these guys are toasting. And he makes his toast, and then I think Roper, like, takes their glasses from them, and he's got funnels in the bottles, and he's, like, basically trying to get everybody to bring their booze Oh, back. my God. Yeah, so That's he can hilarious. Keep it. And, uh, <laughs> and so then uh, Janet and uh, JC tell uh, – they, they, they tell Mr. Penrose – um, who's back at the party now, cleaned up, mm-hmm. um, that Chrissy feels terrible. She's, she wants to apologize. And in fact, she's, she's in... She's alone. She's in J.C. Ballard's... Ballard? No, What's Braddock. J.C. Braddock's office uh-huh. right now. Yeah, she's alone in she's there. She's lying there in the dark. This is how it's presented to right. you. Disgusting. And he's like, oh, well, maybe I should go talk to her then. And then he, like, walks away and then suddenly starts, like, skittering, like, running towards uh, – off out of the, the main party area to the office. And um, and that's when – so, like, a, a beat later, they kind of follow. Or yeah. Janet kind of follows. And then uh, Jack – tells Mrs. Penrose, he sees Mrs. Penrose, and tells her that he has the caviar that she so desperately wants. And I think he says it's like a Russian caviar. He says Russian Russian caviar. caviar, And it's enough for three to four people. Enough for three or four people. And she's like, woo! And it's all for her, and it's in J.C. Braddock's office. Mm -hmm. Which she doesn't question at all. (laughs) No. Nope. No, <laughs> she's like, I'll go anywhere. She's like, of course you've got the secret my... caviar for me. Yeah, you got the shipment in. I told you about it five minutes ago yeah. that I wanted it. Of course, you've arranged for it. Of course. Um, and so then we're kind of cutting back and forth now between the office and outside the office, and uh, inside the office, Penrose goes in there and is with Chrissy, and immediately, and this is when he's like. He's not just like he's not just like hitting on Chrissy or like pinching Chrissy at this point. At this point, he's like cut his hands on literally chasing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
and like got her locked in the room. And it's implied yeah. that like if if they're not stopped, he's going he's going to rape her. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's implied. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is like it yeah. seems so strong, but mm-hmm. that's what that's what they're yeah communicating. Yes. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yep. But they're doing it in this like cartoony heightened way where Yes. Yeah. We just kind of go with it, which is so ugh. extra weird. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. Yeah. 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 Sorry, sorry. I was just yelling about it. <laughs> I was so and, upset. It yeah, and then on. Jack leads uh Mrs. Penrose to the door where Janet is and she's like, but wait. I need my vodka for my Russian caviar. Right. So they go back out to get the vodka. And then he's chasing Chrissy around uh, the desk. Janet's watching through the keyhole. Uh-huh. Right. right. And yeah. apparently Chrissy hasn't been caught yet, so she's not intervening. Uh-huh. And then they come back with the vodka, and then they spill the yeah, Janet goddamn vodka. The vodka everywhere. Ugh. And uh, anyway, eventually they finally go in and catch him in the act. And he uh, turns around and says, Eloise! And she is shocked. Shocked by his behavior. And uh, they say, What? She's she's like, like, really? She's shocked. This guy seems like he's a pro at this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. She's not shocked so much as disappointed. Yeah. You know? Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. And, uh, but then Je- someone suggests, is it Jack again? He's always doing this. Where he's like, well, he was just coming in here to uh, tell her she had her, she could keep her job. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm in here. Sure. And then, and then. J.C. Braddock is like, uh-huh. if she gets a 10% increment. Yeah. Isn't that right, Chrissy? <laughs> and Chrissy says, I'd prefer a raise. A raise would be better, something like that. And um, Crowd goes wild. And the Jack's, Crowd goes wild. Yeah, and Jack's going to get paid, and he has she has him sign the check right there. And right. so Jack uh, gets his money and Roper and Helen come in and he's like, well, we got our money. Yeah. And Roper's like, uh, and he's like, Roper, I can give you your $125. And he says, make 126. Uh, Someone <laughs> stole my dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a tag scene. Now this tag scene. Oh, at the very end is uh, Ropers cleaning up the bar area together. Right. Two Ropers. And um, Helen's saying how great, how romantic it was that what Jack did when he mm-hmm. saw uh, when he saw Penrose pinching Chrissy. Yeah, that he and then jumped he in. Jumped that was in so romantic. She loves when a man gets jealous. Ugh. And what would you do, Stanley, if you came in and you came home and you found someone making love to me. Oh, no. Which, what would you do? Here we go. And he said, nothing. I figure he's suffered enough. And then he mugs at the camera. The Bill Hoban. 
And then Helen he hobins. He gives him a hoban. He gives him a hoban. He yeah, hobins he's it full hoban. Full hoban. And Helen sprays him in the face Thank with God, something. because every time he hobins, I want to spray him in the face with a <laughs> jug of seltzer water. I, I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was done very, very well. Yeah. And the kids in the background are having just the greatest time. The kids time. show up, yeah. It's really cute. I mean – yeah, we laughed good. out loud. I like like the seltzer thing. It's yeah, such a it's such a vaudeville thing to do the seltzer water. It's just freaking great. It was mm-hmm. it's a classic. Yeah, the classic. Way to go, Powers. Way to a go. great episode. A really great episode. Yeah, all in yeah. all. Yeah, if it just Bravo. wasn't so Bravo. dicey, there it would be really well. Good. Okay, yes, I get why you have a problem with that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> There's no excuse. (laughs) So, and I really enjoy that even though there was like, there was all this hijinks and some misunderstanding, but it wasn't that a huge misunderstanding was really the thing. Yeah. And the fact that Janet cleared it all up like that. Yeah. Really. So great. Yeah. Agree. Well, I'm going to give this one, one of my highest ratings Ever because I'm just really okay. I felt like look how long our podcast has gone because there was so much to sink our teeth into and it was just so fun. Great jokes, great acting, great paddikins. This one is gonna get 4.85 Dominomini boos. Nice. What? Wow. Bravo. That's me clapping my leg. My highest ever. This has been my, yeah, just because I thought the writing was so good and the acting was great and uh, it was really fun. Well, okay. I mean, I was just going to get it out of four stars. Uh I was going to give it three and a half stars. 3.5 out of four. It probably would have scored higher. It's pretty good. Had it not been, it was pretty good for the entire had it not been episode. So hanging on, yikes! Yeah, <laughs> the, one, the one thing we cannot get away from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going four point seven five. Oh, wow! I really liked it. That was fun. Wow! wow. I'm trying to clap and dropping everything. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's classic Three's Company. It was. It was. It was quintessential, but yet still had that a couple refreshing moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. And I mean, those kind of those kind of perverts are. Uh, they're out there, sure. And, oh, and they are all over this show, as far as I can remember. Yeah, it feels like oh we're going to run into this kind of guy a so lot throughout desk, this run. Desk chasing, it's going to happen. Yeah, jiggle comedy. Okay, should so. should you get out your crystal balls? Well, as it, as it turns out, I've already got them in my hands. <laughs> oh. I've been warming them for quite a bit. All right, give me the name of the episode of next week's. Thrilling episode of Three's Company. <laughs> the name episode. of the episode of next week's thrilling episode <laughs> is next week. Okay. Episode 17 of the third season. Wow. Mm-hmm. The best laid plans. Ah, uh, this says nothing. This says nothing. All right. Um, well, this sounds like there's going to be 
a mix-up or a confusion because they're going to plan to do something and then something else happens. But it says nothing about like, what that could possibly be. Um, right. I'm going to say that we haven't had a Janet-themed episode in a while. And so I think um, Janet is finally going to go on a date with this a really great guy. And or she's been dating this really great guy, let's say, and she's going to invite him over to the apartment to meet the kids, uh, and uh, they want to show him a really good time. So Jack's going to cook, and Chrissy's going to pick the music or whatever. But when he comes over, uh, no, it's <clears throat> Peter Frampton. It's Peter Frampton. You're right. Uh, but when he comes yeah. over, the uh, Stanley has other ideas that uh, uh, he's he's been in a huge fight with Helen, and he just wants sympathy from the kids. And ruins the date. Let's say that. <laughs> God. Ah. <it's> terrible. <laughs> but you know what? You're just doing this by the seat of your pants. People yeah. can't expect. <laughs> yeah, especially with such an ambiguous title, for heaven's sake. Yeah, for real. Oh, okay. oh. Oh. What? I just realized what it's about and why it's called that. And now I get it. Okay. Never mind. Great. It always happens. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, okay. Is that it? Is I mean, now the time when we this when is we the time where we do the toast, where we, we make toast. a toast. Oh, I guess we're doing toast. We're okay. Yeah. Toast. Or well, we could do something else. Whatever. Let's... I'm I'm gonna toast Philip, who was distracting me when I should have remembered uh, the name of BB Osterwald. <laughs> So I got caught. Uh, in a, uh, I got yeah, caught in a moment. Cool. So cheers to Philip for ruining the podcast. Cheers, Philip. Yet again. Cheers to <laughs> favorite thing be to like do. this all day. <laughs> <laughs> This is sexually